0: Hello everyone, welcome to the From the Clubhouse podcast, very pleased to have some special guests with us today. Um, Hannah Holden, who is uh, NCG's equipment guru, can I use the word guru, is that right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you this time.
0: And YouTube star, I think that's, that's that's the other most important thing to say, isn't it? Taking over the internet video by video. And we're extremely pleased as well to be joined by Emily Robottom from Woolley Park. Emily, welcome.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: So let's get straight into it then. Um, There's been a lot going on at Woolley Park, um, so tell us about it.
2: Um, We're a slightly different club, we're family run, so a proprietary club. Um, There's there's five of us, some of us work in the office, some of us work in the clubhouse, some of us work on the greens. So we've got um, a full aspect going on um, and we are constantly trying to improve what we do and improve the offering to members, visitors, ladies, juniors, anyone. Um, We try our hardest to uh, offer golf with no barriers or prejudice, it's just golf. It's your leisure time, come and enjoy your leisure time without um, too many stipulations on it. Um, And we've had a really good year this year, Um, lots of positive things and um, a good summer. Yeah, so it's going really well at the moment.
0: You've done something that um isn't especially unique, um, but is still it can't be especially unique, but it, it's still novel um in the sense that all of your teas are rated for all genders. So if you could tell me a little bit about that, because although more clubs are doing this um month by month, it is still quite an unusual thing at the moment.
2: It it is. Um when when um my parents-in-law and grandparents-in-law um, started the golf club. They were always um, made uh, it inclusive. So men and women paid the same fees and they got the same entitlements. Um, and there were a lot of mixed trophies invented in the first place. Um, and really, um, World Handsy Capping now has given us the tools to do more. And um, It's opened up the possibilities of what we can do. So um, now that we can do, we've been remeasured and things, uh, we decided to take it to the next level to um, get the T's that were rated for one gender rated for both. So that anybody, regardless of age, gender, could play on any T. Because um, we figure it's just choice um, that suits your ability or your enjoyment or what your friends are doing. Um, you know, if my daughter wants to play off the red T's, why should her dad not play with her? Why does it matter? Um, so, so that's what we worked on and we we finally we finally got that through as a as a temporary ratings in Yorkshire Union. Um, and it's been really, really positive. We we run an awful lot of competitions that are um we call them pick your own tea so all six tees are in play and when I say six tees it's just red, yellow and white, but obviously there's two ratings for each of the six um ratings in play and members just pick whichever one they want to play off that day and they get their shots given accordingly. And they're really really popular. Um, and I think it just removes the, I don't want to play off the, the white tees there too hard. Or I think it's nice for some of the women as well, because they much prefer, quite a few of them much prefer the yellows because it just gives them a different outlook on the course. And I think it's so much more interesting to go and play somewhere different. And I, and I imagine it stretches your game in a different way if you can play maybe... A course that's longer than you used to or for maybe for the men playing off a shorter course it tests a different part of your game. It it could in, in fact improve your game overall. Um but we found it really, really positive. Um and I think we've cracked it with the members. They kind of they get it. Um but it is quite complicated I think for visitors because they don't really understand because I don't think many other places are doing it just yet.
1: For me when I came to play in one of the days at Woolley a big thing about it is just like the social aspect as well because I find a lot of times I'll go and play in a competition with either a four ball or a three ball and all the rest of the people are men and actually if they're playing off for different tees to me it ends up being quite antisocial because I'm yeah, it's always, a
2: bit disjointed
1: yeah walking off and playing from somewhere else so actually all being in the same group and playing from the same tees like irrespective of the golf and the ability aspect was just like a lot more socially enjoyable yeah
0: This is a nice segue Hannah so you got you jumped in front of me there well played because (laughs) Woolley Park um, recently had an ability tea day and where this was put into practice and you played in that so why don't you tell me a little bit about that Hannah and then Emily if you tell me how the day went.
1: Yeah so I played in a mixed group so there was actually two girls and one guy and we played off the whites so I think it I can't remember the full distance it ended up coming in at but oh we quite liked it because we got a lot of shots <laughs> I went from having to like give shots back to and so I was like this is a novelty I quite enjoyed it but I think it was nice because a lot of times you find especially from when I go and play off the red tees after being at like national events they're really short and a lot of the times you can't actually hit like driver because you're having to lay up to hazards and things so actually hitting off the white tees was a lot better for like the distance of the women in our group because we were actually hitting drive more often and playing the holes like how they should have been played so yeah it's quite interesting because at first like I felt like it was in your head you're like oh god this is gonna be so long and you start I started off so aggressive and then I was like actually like these they're not that long at all like you didn't even need to actually necessarily hit full out on everything so I think like doing it a few times would help as well to like get used to it
0: yeah, I should point out to listeners that Hannah is plus two. Um, she's one of she's one of England's best amateur golfers. So, um, but it's interesting that you raise that point, Hannah. That, uh, and I'll come to you, Emily, in a moment. But it's interesting that you raise that point that that for you, uh, you know, you you are so accomplished at, at the game of golf that for you, actually, the red tees at a lot of golf courses are just too short.
1: Yeah, and it like it means the holes don't play as they should do. I played at my home club the other day, off the Reds, and the first is a par five, and I hit driver nine iron. The next was a par four, and I hit driver and a lob wedge. The next was par five, and I hit driver nine iron. <laughs> so, it's not really like stretching your ability.
0: Yeah, and that, and that's I think the key part of, um, what you're trying to do emily at Woolley park is to give people those options you know yeah. how, and according to their ability not necessarily not not at all according to their gender. so tell me a little bit if you could about the ability tea day, how it went i mean I, I saw quite a lot of um social media about it. it looked to me like it was it was very well attended it looked like it was a roaring success And
2: um, well Majority of our competition golf is choice here. So you can either enter or not. If you turn up on a Saturday, it's up to you if you enter. And if we do pick your own tees, you choose what you want to enter. But for this day, what I wanted to do is to have an experimental day and to get as much data as possible um, and to dictate to people um, what tees they play off according to their ability. We did up to 11.4 off the whites up to 20.4 off the yellows and anyone above that off the reds. And that's for both men and women. Um, and as some of the women that did come in were a bit surprised they be off the whites. But I think a lot of that is just what they're used to in perception. Just like Hannah said, you know, I was quite aggressive with it. Well, yeah, because you weren't used to being given that option. So I decided to, to run it on bank holiday because we find that bank holidays, we just think a bit different. Um, the last few bank holidays, we did a red tea Stalford, so red teas for everyone. And the one before that, we did a yellow tea stable for yellow teas for everyone. So we decided to think a bit more different and um, wanted as much data as possible. So um, it was va- basically a free day. So the visitors that came that we invited didn't pay. Um, but the condition was they they played off the teas that we um, told them. Um, and it was a really, really good day. I think everyone who came was pro that concept. So that that really helped. Um, but it was there were some real highlights for me, like, some of the guys that are not competitive at all here anymore, some of our members, but they always play on a Monday. You know, they went and played off the red tees, and I've seen them put in some red casual rounds now, and they have not put them in for years, you know, um, because they didn't think they could be competitive um, anymore because they they don't have the ability they used to. And that was really lovely to see. Um, quite a few women went off the off the yellows, um, uh, some of our members, um, and then there were some ladies off the whites, Um and uh, there was a mix of men off everywhere, uh, but it was a really, really good day, and it was it was really interesting to see the spread of results because I analysed it quite deeply. And um, you know, in the top twenty five, um, there was a wide spread of results. I mean, the most in the results were the men off the LOTS, but we had the most men off the LOTS as the entrance. Um, but it's all it's all very clever. The system now with world handicapping, it's all worked out. So, um, to work out handicaps, they take the lowest rated course in play which is our men off the reds against the highest course in play which is the women off the whites and the men off the reds get their course handicap with 95 percent as they're playing handicap and then the next tee up so the men off the yellows get the same but they get one extra shot and pars two more and as you go up the tees you get given more shots accordingly so it's all very clever and mapped out um, and it works I think it confuses them. it confused a lot of the visitors because they're not used to it our members are used to it, um, but you've got to trust the maths, and it, and it really works. Um, and I think it opens um, quite a few people's eyes to the possibilities that are out there. Um, and it's just nice to have something positive. Um, I am, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't played abroad, but quite a few countries like America and some of the European countries do ask you when you go to tee off, you know, you know what's your handicap or how far can you hit it? Because we recommend doing this. I'm sure my husband had that when he played in St Andrews. Um, but we don't yeah, do the same not, thing. That
1: is a lot more mm. common um, abroad for people to do that.
2: Yeah. Um, but that, it, we don't normally do anything that we tell people what they can and can't do for ability. But we, we usually have it as um, as an option out there. Uh, but as re- we're really pleased with the results. And we hope that we help break down some of the prejudices and barriers that um the women's tees are easier off the reds and um, because it's shorter or um when you've got a man on yellows and a woman on yellows get play against each other that um that it uh, is much easier for the women because they get extra shots because it all the results all showed that it was really was a level playing field which is the ultimate goal.
0: It's, it's interesting, isn't it? Because um, I think this debate sometimes gets a bit lost in um, in gender, um, whereas this is much more about ability, regardless of gender. It was interesting. I played in um, my club, Strensel, had a mixed tea trial in a men's competition, but we had um, I played off forward tees. I played off the most forward tees and sp- other people played off the yellows and off the whites and the mechanics of it were very similar to how you were talking about it emily i think if you played off yellows you got two extra shots and if you played off whites you got three and it was a very interesting discussion among the players actually about you know which tier we're going to play off um so it introduced actually strategy into the game as well because you had to decide right well the, the forward tees might be six or seven hundred and twenty two yards shorter for me than I would play off the whites but off the whites I'll get three extra shots and it, I actually thought that brought a bit of intrigue into what was just essentially a midweek competition because we had to put some thought into it.
2: It's interesting though because um, some of some of our very low handicappers find that the difference in shots they get off I think Matt, um, our guy Matt who works in the shop he's off plus four and the difference of shots he gets between red and yellow and white as negligible so you might as well just play off the red because it's so negligible at that level and um, so there is there is different strategies and elements and I think it's just at the end of the day it's just choice and people should be able to play what they want it doesn't make any difference to, to us in terms of logistically on the course it, in fact it shares the load of wear on the tees because they're all spread out yeah
1: and also like if you're playing the same course all the time actually being able to play it from different places in competition Is like providing you variety and like testing your game in different ways, isn't it? I I don't know what you found when you played, Steve, but you're having to play completely different shots when you're on a different tee. Because not only is it a different distance, but you've got completely different angles a lot of the time.
0: Yeah, it was it was a completely different course for me. Um, And I found it a lot more fun. Actually, I find where I play, I find the whites, uh, the back tees to be a bit of a trial. Um, I'm really just not good enough for them. Um, so I find um, that I get behind the eight ball quite quickly and then things just struggle. Um, the worst part of my game is quite easily my driver. Um, so I was able to take different clubs off the tee and still have that similar approach in, you know, or a bit more forward. But I was in play rather than being in some trees because I'm trying to force it. So I, 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 I want to make the point that that. Um, those kind of discussions, but that, that kind of strategy I was thinking about was for me alone. I mean, other people, depending on their ability, would have completely different questions to ask. And I suppose, Emily, that's the point, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think I think um, it, it's difficult as well, we found because the information out there of how to run these things and um, how it all works is very patchy. We've had to do an awful lot of trial there because it's uncharted territory really and um, we've had to learn very quickly as we've gone along um, there's a handicapping advisor in Yorkshire who's very very knowledgeable she's great but um England golf we found didn't have the knowledge there and um, because this isn't being done around the country so it's new territory for them as well um, but it's a shame because I find that England golf promotes women in golf and juniors in golf But when you come down a level to the union level or to club level, it's it's just not happening in that way. I think they're very cautious of change because um, it's uncharted territory. But we we embrace it and um, they hopefully with time, they'll get more comfortable with it as it starts to um, take off in other clubs. And I hope it does take off in other clubs. There are some clubs that are talking about it. Um, But like I say, the information isn't out there. So it's quite a hard thing to start I think it's just a reflection
1: of like golf as a whole though isn't it like people are stuck in the traditions and like you look at a committee of a golf club and it's not like the people who are going to move golf forward like generally a committee is you know people who've been club members a long time they do things this way because it's always been done like that but that that doesn't mean it's going to work in the future I mean especially from a women's perspective I find it frustrating because A lot of people who make up these committees are people who don't work or are of a generation where they didn't have to work. So therefore, you know, they they don't have the viewpoint of my generation who everyone's at work and we can't play golf during the week and we need to be able to do something different at the weekend. And until people kind of shift that mindset, you're not going to get more women playing
2: golf. I think it's really true. And it, I mean, we, we, we have a committee here, but they're very small and they're more in charge of um, competition money spends. So if we decide as a family we want to move something forward, we just crack on. So I think that's probably why we're quite different. Um, And it's really true what you said about um, the ladies in golf, because people quite often men ask me if I play golf and I don't. And I say, but you know, I work full time and I've got a young family. It's just not something I can do at the moment. And that's why I find it difficult sometimes when England golf promote women in golf and everything, because when you're short of time as a woman um, and then you go to a club that doesn't give you all the options and restricts what you can and can't do. I just don't think it's as achievable as, as the governing bodies make out.
1: Yeah. and I until, think that's like, like, well, if... brilliant.
2: But I just don't think it, I don't think it filters down to the level.
1: Yeah. Cause I think even if people didn't play golf when they were younger and then say they met a partner who did and they tried to get yeah. involved, you're not going to start taking up golf if you've got to go play on a Sunday when they're playing on a Saturday, because like the idea is you want to be able to do that hobby like with them at the same time. Yeah. So it just doesn't
0: like work. Do you think? I mean, this is a generational thing. Yeah. Um, I largely think. I mean, you got you you two were very diplomatic about it. I'm going to be less diplomatic about it. this is this is a generational thing, and um, you would hope that as that generation is moved out by time um to be blunt, um that, that new ways will come in. But I, I've been talking about this and Hannah will instinctively know what I'm going to say here. Um there is a, is do you think that there's a potential here if if clubs don't look at this for a lost generation of golfers in the sense that you know precisely the experience that you're talking about, Emily, you are a working woman. Um, so you know that a traditional Tuesday or whenever it is at private members' club is frankly not on your radar you can't do it because you work and then if those options aren't available to you if it's not equal on a saturday and on a sunday and if you're not if you're being told you can't play on a saturday because there are x number of men's competitions for example during a day how is that enticing you to come and play golf and then what happens to the next generation of women's membership life's
2: complicated enough when you're balancing a lot of things and being told you can't do something at a time you want to do it it's just doesn't work me and my husband balance work and children and life and when you look at it take a step back like I do because I haven't got a golf background it's just a person wants to play golf it's just golf does it matter if you're male female it, it doesn't matter I don't it, when you just look at it really black and white I don't really see why there is so much drama around it realistically it's just tradition I think and...
1: and I think it's the stupidest because golf is this one sport where like any gender any ability anything has the ability to play a competition together you know it's not like something like tennis where you're playing directly against one other person and you need someone of like a similar standard like we have a course where people can play from anywhere and you have a handicap and you can get the required shots accordingly so it makes no sense at all that everyone can't play together. Like, I think so much of it is just like men don't want women winning the competitions as well as a weekend. It's like, why one, why does that matter? I don't get it. But two, just run a men's and women's comp at the same time and anyone can play whenever. But then on the other hand, you've got women who won't give up that like midweek competition. So then the men say, well, if we can't play on a Tuesday, why can't you play on a Saturday? Which is fair enough, but I also think the reality of a lot of that is most of those men wouldn't play on a Tuesday anyway because they're at work.
2: I think that's <laughs> where we're quite lucky that we, we, we're not that sort of club. We're not, there aren't clicky groups, there aren't, um, mem- I'm not saying members don't have a say with how it's run, but they're here to spend their leisure time and enjoy what we do. They're not here. To have an input into how it operates you know you wouldn't go to your gym and have an input to how the gyms run or you wouldn't go to, you know it just wouldn't so and i think that's what members love about us that they don't have to come there's no drama they don't have to be involved with anything they just come and play golf have a couple of beers and go home like, and i think that's why we're quite different and i think with the next generation that's coming through now i can't see that members that they will enjoy that element of involvement as much i can't I can't imagine some of our younger members wanting to ever be involved in a committee. It, it It's just times are changing and I think you have to embrace it and work with it um, and just make sure that you're listening to people in their leisure time because I think so often people, you hear stories of people being given rules and tellings off and I, don't, I, just, I just don't get it. <laughs>
0: Well, I th- I do think it's easier for a proprietary club um, to make those kind of decisions because ultimately it's your business and you you can choose. And although um, I'm sure you did take members' views into account when you were when you were going down this path, ultimately the decision is yours, which is obviously not the case at a members' club. It's it's a little bit more complicated. But moving on from that, I'm interested to find out, Emily, what the take up has been in terms of use of various tees? I don't necessarily mean split men between women, I I just mean, are you finding now that when you do run your competitions, a lot of players are just deciding to move away from what they've always traditionally been forced to play?
2: I think the interesting thing is, is um, mainly the whites and yellows for men, which have always had measured, but we never used to have them against each other in one competition. And how many more men pick the yellows because they're comfortable with it and then the, the the players that are probably slightly lower handicapped pick the whites because they know they get the extra shots. That's happened more and more and people have made more of a decision what they're playing off, which is nice because they get to choose what suits their enjoyment. And then I think the rest is a bit of a slow burner because I think there's a lot of stigma for men playing off the red tees and I think that will take a long time to change. Um, but there are men, every week that play off the red tees. Um, there are women that are playing off the yellows regularly because they prefer the lie of the course. And the thing that I think is the most positive in all of this is we've got six new juniors this summer that have got their handicaps and they've all got them off the reds. And they're mostly under 10. I really don't think they'd have been able to achieve that off the yellows. And and, and juniors are the future of golf, and it's something we're working really hard on here. But, you know, a year ago, we wouldn't have been able to allow that because they wouldn't have been measured, so they wouldn't be able to get the handicaps off them. It's not just about this gender thing; it's about age, it's about enjoyment. I think people think it's all a feminist approach sometimes, but it's not. It's it's just about choice and making sure that you're utilising everything you've already got to to suit certain people. Um, and those juniors are, are loving it. They've often put in nine hole rounds. One came last night uh, before it was dark and did a nine hole. A casual round off the um reds because we've got an eclectic so they they're trying to keep on top of that um so i think most of it's a slow burner um and we we will watch the change over the next few years what oh, i also think is interesting um is the split people of a certain age i find are less willing to try different teas but the younger end don't even question it when we had our Red Sea Stableford um in I think it was May Day, bank holiday, and the younger end I said you're going off the red, I said okay. They didn't they don't get the drama and the history around it. But when you spoke to some of the older members, you'd have to really talk to them about it. And some of them opted not to do it. But so I do think you need to look at your membership and look at who's the future and who embraces it. And funnily enough, quite a few people who have who were not so positive don't play competitively anyway so it's not something they need to to worry about um but I, i'm interested to watch it over the next year and see and see where where it takes us um we are putting on an ability T open day next year um so men and women it's a four person team so it could be made up of three men and a man or one man um three men and a woman or four men or whatever um because we hope that it's we, we can offer something that um is not available at other clubs and is different um and encouraging men and women to play together off different tees I think I think that's also different because a lot of opens are either men or they're women um whereas we just look at it as golfers
1: yeah I find that really frustrating because like you can have like say like a women's invitation or a men's invitation day but if you're a woman and you have Friends who are men who you want to invite to play, like there's not there's very rarely something where you can go as a group and play something, so something like that actually
2: works really well. Yeah, well, we used to have a gent's open day, and I've changed it to being an open day because I don't think it really matters.
0: <laughs> i I do think we need to um, end this frankly preposterous thing where um, you know when we play in mixed tournaments. I have to tee off from one tee and Hannah has to go 70 yards forward. It's just ridiculous. I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. And the World Handicap System gives us the opportunity to change that. And, you know, I can say that um, when I played in the mixed tee competition, not only did I have my most fun round of the year by some considerable way, I also had my best round score wise of the year. Is that a coincidence? Probably not. Um, so I would urge everyone to um <clears throat> put down their concerns, give it a try, um, go in with an open mind and go to Woolley Park and um and go and play some fun golf. And with that, I'd just like to say thanks, Emily, for coming on the podcast and and explaining it to us. Um best of luck for the future. Um Thank you. And Hannah, thanks for for coming on and explaining your point of view as well. And I look forward to getting crushed by you on the course very soon.
1: <laughs> Off which tea, Steve? <laughs> any
0: any that you any that we choose, Hannah. Any that we choose. Thanks for coming on the podcast.
2: Thank you.